What a totally pointless election. 36 days, over $600 million wasted to create a new parliament almost exactly the same as the old parliament. The Liberals totally failed in their mission to get a majority. And this election has never been more disconnected from the sentiments and the concerns of working class Canadians. The Liberals under Justin Trudeau, as we explained before, they wanted a majority not to put through their platform, not to get a mandate. They wanted a majority so they could ignore their platform and begin implementing austerity. Because the crisis in society demands that somebody pays and the Bay Street backers of the Liberals want working class and poor Canadians to pay for the crisis in society. And for that, they need a majority government. They have totally failed in that. And Canadians refuse to give Justin Trudeau his majority. Why do they do this? Well, he said he needed this mandate. He said he needed this mandate to put forward a platform. But when it came to it, there was no content there. There was absolutely no argument of why they needed a majority beyond personal aggrandizement. That's the situation. And, and, and such a disconnect is incredible, incredible disconnect that the, the anger is brewing up from below for very good reason. The top 10% of Canadians have 56% of all wealth. The bottom 40% only have 1.2% of wealth. Canadian billionaires increased their wealth by $78 billion in the pandemic. These are the issues that nobody's hearing. This is the anger that is feeding from below. And this is what the election was totally silent about. The Conservatives, the official opposition, how did they do? Again, totally status quo, give or take one or two seats. And O'Toole tried to turn the Conservatives to the left, to the, the mushy middle, and try to appear less threatening to the population. To a certain extent, he succeeded in stopping the liberal wedge issues, tried to make the Conservatives scary, but he got almost exactly the same vote as before. So people saw through the wolf in sheep's clothing. They didn't want more conservatism. And now, who knows, the, uh, the true blue uh, red meat conservatives, they may have the knives out for O'Toole. We will see that in the coming months. But what about the NDP, Canada's Labour Party linked to the trade unions? How did they do? Again, no breakthrough, nothing, no enthusiasm. Picked up one or two seats, still waiting for the numbers to come in. Now, Jagmeet Singh said, make the ultra-rich pay their fair share. I agree with that. That's something that could break through. But when you actually look at the content, the actual content was incredibly modest. That at the most optimistic estimates, they would generate something like $30 billion a year. When there's a structural deficit of $150 billion, 
So this cannot solve the crisis in capitalism, cannot solve the crisis in society. But the NDP didn't spend most of its time campaigning on a need for uh, fairness. What they spent was campaigning on how awesome Jagmeet Singh is. I'm sorry, I, I, don't, I don't know how awesome he is. He's probably more awesome than the other leaders. It's a very, very low bar. But this is not going to enthuse anything, anybody. Personality politics is not going to enthuse anybody. It is not going to create a movement. To create a movement, you have to connect with the real anger of working class Canadians. That opinions moving decisively to the left. 70% of Canadians say large corporations and the wealthy do not pay their fair share. 53% say that the economy needs to be radically transformed. None of this was in the NDP's platform. None of this was speaking to the needs of the crisis that is going on right now. It's as if thousands and thousands of people hadn't just died in a global pandemic in Canada, millions of people internationally. It's as if we weren't in a global crisis of capitalism. People see through the capitalist system. In fact, in 2019, before the uh, pandemic, 58% of Canadians said they support socialism. Guarantee that number is higher now. Nobody has done the poll. What are the other parties happening? Well, the Greens under Anime Paul, miserable result, lost uh, that two thirds, three quarters of their support. And Anime Paul came fourth in her writing. She didn't come first, she didn't come second, she didn't come third, she was behind the Liberals, the NDP, and the Conservatives. Fourth, miserable result for the anti-Palestinian right-wing leader of the Greens. So that puts that party in crisis. Uh, Paul is almost certainly going to be forced to resign in the coming days. Be interesting to see whether the eco-socialist wing of the Greens, if they run a candidate, Again, whether they, or maybe they'll be bureaucratically blocked. But if they run a candidate, candidate last time they got 45% of the vote. See if they can win it this time. That would be interesting. But the only people who could say that they were victors yesterday was the far-right, anti-immigrant, anti-vax People's Party of Canada under Maxime Bernier. They managed to go up from something like 2% to over 5%. And, but they had the largest rallies in the election. They had regularly had rallies of thousands of people, 1,000, 3,000, I think even 5,000 people, and campaigning over ideas, reactionary ideas, terrible, terrible ideas, but campaigning and enthusing people about a message. There is a lesson there. There is a lesson there for the workers, for the oppressed, and for the left. There's a huge lesson for the People's Party of Canada. Now, this is, it's a good thing that they didn't win a seat, and it's a concerning development that far-right anti-immigrant forces are on the rise. But some people overplay this. Some people say, oh no, fascists are coming, fascism's coming, fascism's coming. Well, 
the PPC is not a fascist organization. They're, it's more akin to Le Pen in France. It is a right-wing, right-populist, anti-immigrant formation and is concerning and needs to be fought from that basis. But you should be wrong to take the view that society is moving to the right. It's totally wrong. Society is not moving to the right. In fact, what is happening is society is polarizing. And this is a law. This is an absolute law of societies in crisis. The middle ground, liberalism, becomes discredited, starts collapsing, and you get polarization to the left and to the right. That's the situation. That's what's going on. Now, the difference is that the PPC are unapologetic and they are well organized. They are not afraid to organize and have mobilized people and enthused people and increased their vote, increased their vote far more than the NDP increased its vote by not being interested in mobilizing and organizing and going out to the streets. That's the lesson of the PPC. The other lesson of the PPC is you don't beat the far right by accommodating yourself to liberalism and the mushy middle. In fact, that is the best way to assure the victory of the far right because people are rejecting the status quo. They're rejecting the status quo and they're looking for anti-establishment answers. They're either going to accept the anti-establishment answer of the right or the anti-establishment answer of the left. If the left associates itself with the status quo, then it will become discredited and people will only have the option of the right. So there needs to be an anti-capitalist voice and vehicle. Socialist policies need to come forward to mobilize people with the aim of mobilizing people on the streets and in the ballot box. So that's got to happen. There has to be that socialist movement. And a, re a recent poll revealed this. They asked people, do you support moving away from capitalism? 35% of Canadians agreed with moving away from capitalism. Now, you can say 35%. That's just one in three. That's not the majority in society. That's not a revolution. It's not a revolution. 35%. Uh, but 35% agreed with that, but only 25% opposed it. The middle ground is not sure. The middle ground is willing to be won over. 35% agreed with it. That's actually more than double the vote of the NDP. It's actually more than the vote of the Conservatives and more the vote of the Liberals. More people oppose capitalism than voted for any federal party in Canada. And nobody is speaking to that. That is the constituency you need to speak towards and mobilize and win over that middle. And that is what Fight Back and the international Marxist tendency is all about. That demanding that the mass organizations of the working class the NDP, the trade unions especially, mobilize on an anti-capitalist basis. Mobilize that 35% who oppose capitalism. That it can be done. Now, we've got this minority government, exactly the same 
as the last government, not speaking to the needs of the working class to oppress people of women, of immigrants, of indigenous and all other oppressed communities. The anger is building from below. The PPC aren't going to go anywhere. They're going to continue mobilizing. And there needs to be a response to that from the left. There needs to be an organized response by the trade unions, by political left-wing parties. Eventually, there is going to be some kind of eruption. There must be some kind of eruption. With these parties not speaking to the needs of people, people demand an outlet. And that's what we're doing with Fight Back. That's what we're doing at Marxist.ca, Marxist.com, the international Marxist tendency. And that's why we've been growing. We've been growing by leaps and bounds over the recent period because people want these answers. We're still a small force. We're numbered in the hundreds. But the working class is numbered in the millions and the organized labor has millions of members. Eventually, there's going to be some form of eruption. It's either going to be the indigenous struggle coming back. Scandalous indigenous issues totally ignored in this election. Totally ignored after the Wet'suwet'en, after the move of public opinion in support of indigenous people, after the support of bringing down statues like Ryerson and John A. Macdonald, overwhelming support in the population, and after founding thousands and thousands of indigenous kids killed at residential schools. That those issues were absent in the election. So that could be a new focus, a continuing focus of struggle, but it could literally be anything else. It could be the anti-racist struggle. It could be the environmentalist struggle. It could be an economic struggle over austerity and against cutbacks and health and safety measures, attacks against working class people. Because eventually, this system is in crisis. This system, the capitalist system, is in structural deficit. They are going to force the working class to pay. They're going to try and force the working class to pay. When the fa- and then say that the workers have got to accept cutbacks, when on the other side, the billionaires got bailed out. They've actually amassed a wealth of dead money of $1.66 trillion. $1.66 trillion that actually went up by $660 billion during the pandemic. The wealthy, the rich corporations are amassing money and they're demanding that the workers pay for it. This is enough to cause a pitchfork rebellion. It just needs a focal point. This is what is coming in Canadian politics. This election solved absolutely nothing. Join us if you want to change the status quo, if you want to fight for socialism, if you want to put an end to all of this injustice, oppression and exploitation. Big struggles are on the horizon. This election solves nothing. Get active. Thank you for listening to Fight Back Radio. Fight Back is a revolutionary organization fighting for the socialist transformation of society. We are the Canadian section of the international Marxist tendency. We actively seek to educate workers and youth in the genuine ideas of Marxism in order to fight back against capitalist attacks and austerity 
and bring an end to capitalism. However, we won't be able to do this on our own. So if you agree with us, get involved. We can be found online at marxist.ca, on Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok at Canada Marxists, on Instagram at Socialist Fightback, and on YouTube as Fightback La Riposte. For international news and analysis, check out In Defense of Marxism at marxist.com. The music in this episode was General Strike by Soul Jazz Orchestra. They can be found at souljazzorchestra.com.